Welcome to Chamber Chats, brought to you by the Kershaw County Chamber of Commerce. I'm Amy Kiner. And I'm Stephen Smoke. We are co-hosts of Chamber Chats. New episodes of Chamber Chats go live the second and fourth Wednesday of each month. Thank you for tuning in. Hello, listeners. Welcome back to another great podcast from the Kershaw County Chamber of Commerce. We have here with us the wonderful, fabulous, and super smart Dr. Brian Spilker with Veterinary Medicine and Surgery. Welcome, Brian. Well, thank you. Yeah, glad to have you here. Yes. Brian, tell us about the business. How's it going? Been busy, busy, busy. Um, COVID-19 has uh, uh, caused a lot of people to get additional pets to their in their in their family really i didn't even think about that being yeah, they got lonely at home by themselves it makes sense mm-hmm. i yeah. mean you know and they want to make sure their pets are properly cared for as well correct yeah well, so tell us a little bit more though about the business like what kinds of animals do you take care of and and you know sure tell us the history of the business too because i think you bought this business from someone right i did yeah. i did give us the scoop so um, I'm getting ready to celebrate 15 years of ownership. Yay, congratulations. Veterinary, thank you. And veterinary medicine surgery has been in existence now for 30 years. Wow. And um, so it, it's, it's a growing business, and uh, every, every day is changing. So, mm-hmm. um, But I bought the, or purchased the practice in 2008 okay. and uh, have done a lot of... Uh, renovations and additions to the practice since I've owned it. Um, Dr. Joe Denton uh, built the practice in 1993, and uh, he built it with the the vision of being a 24-hour care facility and uh, accredited uh, veterinary hospital in the area. Um, But uh, we have a staff now of 13 employees, Mm. and that continues to, to grow. Um, how many docs do you have? Currently, I'm I'm looking to hire. Whoa, it's just you right now. <laughs> I am. You look kind of tired. <laughs> you look, you, you, your eyes are a little heavy there. Wow, that's a, that's a big practice to, yeah. uh, to for you to be yes. the the uh, the only one performing the surgeries. Yeah, and I think that's something you know you definitely want to make clear is mm-hmm. that this isn't just the place you go for your. Um, although you can go here mm-hmm. for just your shots and those things, but Correct. you do. You do some we're, we're a full, full service veterinary surgery. hospital. Yeah, yeah. We we do everything for preventative care, um, in depth and in, uh, internal medicine workups. I do a lot of soft tissue and orthopedic surgeries, um, dentals with extractions. Um, we do uh, integrative medicine, which is a combination of traditional and Chinese herb type medicine alternatives. Um, we do a lot of boarding uh, for dogs and cats. Um, so we do a little bit of everything. And so you mentioned dogs and cats, but do you see any other type of animals? We do. Um, I do see birds, uh, rabbits, ferrets, some reptiles. So we do see a little bit of everything. Interesting. Primarily dogs and cats, I guess. Correct. People's mm-hmm. pets. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but to be distinguished from in, in the community in which we live of like an equine vet, that, that's a totally right. separate Correct. That's thing. separate. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. And, and now where I think a lot of folks know uh, from 
Dr. Denton's practice and then now yours, but, but where are you actually located? So I am on Highway 601 South. Um, we're in between Highway 1 and the interstate, um, right on 601. We have a big LED sign flashing in front of our office that uh, educates what's going on in, in, in the practice. And uh, um, So as you're going out to the interstate on the left? Correct. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Or coming in. Coming right. in on the right. Hey, yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah, we're so smart. That's, that's good stuff. So, so Brian, um, tell us a little bit more about, you know, what makes your business successful? What, you know, why should someone bring their animal to you versus maybe another vet? Sure. What, what makes you different and, and unique or special? So veterinary medicine surgery has been accredited with the uh, uh, American Animal Hospital Association since 1997. And we do uphold voluntarily 900 standards um, that helps us practice the best medicine uh, for our patients. Um, We're also a cat-friendly practice, so we do certain things to minimize stress for the feline patients that come in. And we utilize special vaccines for felines uh, as well. Um, Okay, I am not a cat person, so I did not know that there was such stress stress for them so kitty cats are 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 kind of unique they uh they they like to have their own environments at home and they tend to be a little bit stressed when they leave that environment so we try to do everything we can to minimize that okay it sounds like me at the dentist Uh, i get stressed really stressed well take better care of your teeth all right well (laughs) anyway (laughs) yeah anyway but but you would probably try to do that for a dog though right True. if they were stressed stress, so. stress free and okay, as much as possible he's just saying it's the nature of cats okay more i think yes, right. that was, okay. mm-hmm. yes. Right. steven's a cat owner he knows. dog well yeah Ish. My, my wife is a cat owner <laughs> <laughs> please go on I digress. What, what else but we we provide quality veterinary care um exceptional client service uh we schedule our appointments you know with a a fairly long time so that we can address all the problems and questions that the owners may have Um, we stay on the cutting edge with technology Uh, we're always bringing in new equipment to be more efficient and to provide better practice or or better medicine uh, Mm -hmm. for our practice do you make your dogs and cats wait in the lobby for a long time in waiting on you that's that's one of the things we (laughs) we try to we try to keep the the flow going um so there's not a big wait um either in the lobby or in the exam rooms and that minimizes stress as well um but we're always evolving with the changes in in veterinary medicine and with the expectations of clients too Mm -hmm. um with COVID, you know, pets are becoming more and more part of the family, and, and those expectations go up with uh, care as well. Yeah. seems like customer expectations have risen in just everything, everything every yeah. arena uh, recently. And I don't know whether that's just having, you know, most things a click away, you know, a touch away or what it mm-hmm. is, but, but it seems like it's that way everywhere. And so I'm sure as – as meaningful as pets are to folks in their everyday lives, I bet that's a really, I bet that those folks are really sensitive about yeah. getting, getting proper care. Yeah. And so. we, we do um, 
a lot to screen our team members who come on. Right. Um, and, you know, the, we want team members that love their jobs and are advocates and uh, for patients and passionate about pet care. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So That's your awesome. team members are, are, I'm sure, in different categories, probably mm-hmm. some administrative folks, but um, they're called vet techs. Is that like the nurse per se of in the mm-hmm. veterinary world? Is that right? Yes, veterinary technicians, veterinary assistants. Um, we have kennel assistants, um, kennel technicians, uh, receptionists. So there are, there are a lot of different right areas in the, in Di- the practice. Different training that mm-hmm. goes into that. Right. Vet techs, I think, go to school. Well, I don't. How long do they? Uh, how long are they in training, if you will? So veterinary technicians can be certified, and and there is a program for your okay. program for that. Um, there, there are veterinary assistants that uh, we train in-house, um, and some of the local community colleges have programs to help with that, too. Nice. Do we have that? In, in yes. Like in Kershaw County? At, they're, they're working on that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Good. Good. <laughs> Brian and I have been talking for, about that for a oh, long time. Oh, that's a whole other whole <laughs> topic. Long time. I yeah. didn't mean to open that can of that's worms. That's okay. Sorry. Yeah. That, that's for another show. It's good to hear that we're working on it, yes. right? Yes. Yeah, because it hasn't been that way for a while. Yes. So it's good. It is, and that's a good thing. Thanks, yeah, Amy. Yeah. Great work. Oh, no. It's really him. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but um, our, our clinic has, um, a, uh, we, we are able to get immediate results. So we have a full in-house diagnostic lab. Oh, wow. Um, so we don't have to wait for 24, 48 hours to get those results. Mm-hmm. We can get those within minutes. Um, we have digital x-rays both for dental and for regular x-rays. Um, we do have uh, ultrasounds. We have a handheld Clarius ultrasound that's very good at picking up uh, internal organs and, and looking at those. Um, we do utilize Beamer Pro therapy, which is a, um electromagnetic pulse therapy to stimulate blood flow to tissue to help it heal. Oh, wow. So we have we have a lot of interesting things. Yeah. yeah speaking which, of interesting things, though, yeah. did, what's, what are, like, one or two of the coolest stories? I mean, like, you know, some dog coming in and having 20 b- puppies or something. I don't know. What's, like... What's a cool story Yeah, tell about, us a cool vet story uh-huh. that you can share without uh, compromising the integrity of the sure. relationship that you have <laughs> sure. with your patients. So I, I did deliver 14 puppies, golden retriever puppies, recently. That was my largest litter. Wow. Um, delivered by C-section, and they all did wonderful. Oh, good. And those are not small puppies. No. no. I mean, wow. Wow. Poor mama. I know. Holy cow. <laughs> yeah. Anything else awesome. cool? And we, we've, we've had some uh, unusual cases that have come in recently mm-hmm. that I've only seen one or two in my entire career. So wow. Such as? Um, like eating crazy stuff. There is a. Yeah, I'm, I think I can well, get into this. This is pretty. We cool. we take a lot of objects out of pets that yeah. that shouldn't be there. Okay, so. yeah. you gonna, you gonna stop Boot, there? Boots from Door Explorer happen to be one of those in in an intestine and a in a Jack Russell dog that oh I removed. Oh my goodness, that dog! Door oh Explorer. We That's we had hilarious. we had to uh, refrain from laughing when Boots came up and waved at us and when know. we opened up the intestine. So. Oh my goodness, that's yeah. hilarious! And for those who don't have little kids, Boots is the monkey in Dora the Explorer. It's not her boots that she's wearing on her feet. This is the monkey. Oh, I didn't even know that. None of yes. my kids were in, into Dora. Oh my goodness! So. Wow. I'm the map. Oh, I, I won't even go there. Is it still saying that? Uh, <clears throat> probably, uh. but um. So, 
so what is one of the coolest devices though that you like you really get excited about using you talk about technology and sure. advancement sure. But what's really cool going on in veterinary medicine the Clarius handheld ultrasound is is really neat okay. um, because it's so mobile. You can take it into the exam room and show the client right then and there what's ah. what's going on inside. Yeah. Um, the digital dental X-rays. Um, it's amazing what goes on beyond be, below the gum line that you don't know that until you, you see see, see yeah. on an X-ray. Okay. Cool. You mentioned earlier, Brian, about how the the office was originally designed to be a twenty four hour center. Whatever, mm-hmm. are you are you are you able to be a twenty four hour center because of staffing and whatnot at the moment? Not at the moment. Okay, um, but there is a whole second floor of our office, and it's designed to have a live in technician. Uh-huh. Um, so there's somebody there all all the time. Okay, because right now, if there's some emergency every night, I mean, I guess you refer folks to the there are a couple emergency emergency vet clinics so i i do have an answering service and i do respond personally to each one of those calls um and then i have to decide if it's something that i can deal with or if it needs to go to a 24-hour care facility oh wow okay that's good to know i i did not realize you did that so thank you for sharing Mm mm-hmm uh, tell us what else is going on in your business because um, the chamber is is excited to to join you um, to celebrate not only the 15 years in business the 30 years in business and but you've got some other stuff going on at your office tell the listeners about sure. that sure so um, we are uh, now solar powered at our faci- at our facility. And uh, we have 121 uh, solar panels on the roof of the office. And 121. Correct. How? They um, are you powering the whole like half a lugoff. <laughs> well, I I am generating more than than I utilize, so nice. I am able to sell that into the the grid, the public grid. So I am considered a solar powered um, source wow. for okay. the community. Yeah. Wow. That's super cool. So that is a that's a big undertaking that uh, we went through and uh, did a lot of landscaping leading up to that um, process. And uh, yeah, because did you have to cut some trees yes, to make that yes. happen? Yeah. And yeah. so we we removed some large river birch trees, and and uh, one of the local carpenters is utilizing that wood. Oh, how nice! To do other furniture and other decor with lovely and put in a bunch of different landscaping um, put out 84 cubic yards of mulch to mulch the entire facility so it, it looks really nice awesome so if I'm a bit small business owner in another part of the county or just mm-hmm. anywhere would you recommend that I think about solar besides the fact that you don't have an electric bill anymore? I'm assuming, Mm -hmm. um, you know, what, what are the benefits that you see of, of implementing something like that? Why did you do it? So there were multiple reasons. Um, I was experiencing a lot of power surges, which was very difficult, uh, on a lot of our equipment Mm. and with solar power, I have constant energy, um, being produced so I don't get that surge Um, I can still utilize from the public power source as I need to but if I'm generating my own or excess then they take that excess and and utilize it 
Nice. Um, but it is good, one, for decreasing the electric bill, and that is something that's constantly going up. Right. Um, I wanted to be independent of, you know, needing to depend on that public source. Mm-hmm. Um, it's 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 the way to go and now is the time to do it because there are there are a lot of uh, good incentives uh to do that right now too but can you describe some of those incentives i don't think i know all of them but it tax is tax so one. the state and federal both have tax incentives mm-hmm. where they give you credits on your uh, income tax um there are um very good uh interest rates on loans right now to to get solar as well nice so those are those are excellent yeah and how long have you been been operating under the with the solar power so we were we had those installed in march and went live in april so we've been now for about a month Mm -hmm. okay wow and you love it I, I love it. Yay. Yay. And the neat thing is I have an app on my phone that I can monitor all the solar panels and see how much they're producing, how much I'm using, what the excess or, you know, um, demand is uh, at, at each day, each week, each month. How cool is that? Fun. How, yeah. It's 100 and how many panels? 121. <laughs> so at w- so what is it taking right now? Uh, understanding it varies from season to season mm-hmm. and whatnot. But so how many is it really taking? How many of those panels does it? do you need to power your your building? So I, I right use now. a lot of electricity okay. um, with all the equipment and lights and everything. So um, I'm producing excess of what I need right now. Right. So... Um, Summer months are going to be much sure more generation yeah, winter yeah. less yeah. and yeah, winter right. less. Yeah. But overall, I should be in in the yeah. green. I guess yeah. you set it up so that in, in the, in the winter you have one? yeah in the winter you mm-hmm. have you know plenty and then the right. excess is later. I know. Right. Can so so that's a great question. Can you store what you've got and not give it back to the grid so you can so use that, it later? That is another option of buying batteries to store okay and and utilizing that power um there are lots of costs associated with that and and battery life that you have to think about but uh, that is available okay interesting well we could go on and on about this for a long time but but let's um back to animals yeah patty has been giving us the signal and so i want to um see if there's anything else that we missed about your practice, about your services to your sweet, cuddly patients um, that you want to share with our listeners that we haven't already talked about? Sure. Well, we just finished renovating our boarding facility, so we're, we've expanded some of the boarding. Um, How many hotel rooms you got? <laughs> so we can, we can house up to 40 dogs wow. and 12 cats currently. Okay. And um, we had a new flooring system put in that's antimicrobial, very easy to clean, um mm-hmm. gave everything a good facelift there we're in the process of switching to a cloud-based software system that's going to make us more efficient um it's also going to allow us better electronic communication with clients nice um and we're remotely storing all of our data instead of having to rely on a server mm-hmm. and uh, that's more secure too yeah well and it saves mm-hmm. some room too mm-hmm. 
Sounds mm-hmm. like you you really use technology well in you, you know in your veterinary practice, Brian. That's yeah. pretty cool stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I um, so when you talk about uh, using that technology to better communicate with your your patients' families, I guess mm-hmm. um, is that like do you have an app or or do they get notifications or what what is that so mean? there there will be there there will be an app that clients have then they can they can access their records um oh, wonderful. anytime they want to um we can also send them reminders of something that's coming due uh, electronically because a lot of a lot of clients like that mm-hmm. um pets will have their own little ID cards, so they can have that with them, and uh, mm. um, yeah. if they can go to another practice that has those card readers, and they can get all the information right then and there too. Yeah. So you if you're traveling, that's great. Yeah, you never know when the pet might need to show their ID. Right. That's right. That's right. Pur- purchase certain <laughs> items <laughs> from traders. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we just. Just talk about that. <laughs> all right. Well, Brian, thank you so much for being with us today. Super excited about all you've got going on. And congratulations again well, thank you. on your anniversary. Mm-hmm. And um, listeners, check them out. Yep. It's a great facility. Thanks, Brian. Thank you. All the best. Thank you for listening to this episode of Chamber Chats. This podcast is a production of the Kershaw County Chamber of Commerce in partnership with radio stations Cool 102.7 and Carolina Country Classics 98.7 and is produced by Patty Rose. Episodes are released the second and fourth Wednesday of each month. Remember to tell others about us and give us some feedback by rating us on your podcast app or by sending an email to director at kershawcountychamber.org. We'd love your feedback. And until next time, shop Shop Kershaw Kershaw County. County.